Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had five kids in seven years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes we think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope you can find something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, and welcome to episode 38 of Parenting in Real Life. Two weeks in a row and feeling good. (laughs) This is super good for us. (laughs) It's not easy. It's not. A lot of things. You're tired. Things come up. We are here. (laughs) You were tired. I was saying anything. I'm like, man, my eyes are feeling tired. (laughs) But we're here, and we had a real life and parenting moment. A big one. This is a mini episode in and of itself. When it comes to potty training, wait. Wait longer. Wait longer. Wait until your child can communicate in full sentences and starts going in the bath to the bathroom on their own. Which is pretty much what we do. That's <laughs> pretty much what we did with Jack. Jack will be three in December and we're just starting to potty train him. Whoops. I was like, you know what? After having a baby in February and I just didn't really want to and moving everything, I just didn't really want to deal with it. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, he's fine. We're just gonna wait a little bit longer. So now that we were settled in our house, I'm like, okay, it's time to start potty training Jack. And honestly, he's doing really well. So good. We went and I took him to the store. We got him some underwear and he was really excited about it. He's done pretty well, like had a few accidents, you know, that's pretty normal, but he's doing well. He also has to go to the bathroom like every 20 seconds and like legit goes like this isn't just i need to go to the bathroom like he goes constantly all day it was blowing my mind like how many times he's going to the bathroom he's his father's son <laughs> yeah. alan i was always the one who has to like go before anybody else like on car trips he's the one going before the kids you know <laughs> tmi <laughs> nobody needs to know that now you know <laughs> well now that we're personal, let's dive in. Thank you to uh, all of you. We have 31 reviews. Wait, you forgot to skip it. Oh, yeah. Before that, if you'd like a real episode on potty training, we did one. Episode 16. It's great. I think. <laughs> I don't remember anything about it. I do. It was all about the different types of potty training methods. So go back and check that one out. Yeah. I think that was back when we were potty training Nathan. Add to the list, wait until they go on their own. I don't think we talked about that one. Um, But yeah, we got one more review. So thank you. It was our neighbor. So thanks. We appreciate it. Today we want to talk about family mottos. And to quote the great Lion King, what's a motto? Nothing. What's a motto with you? (laughs) So why a family motto? (laughs) The couple articles that we referenced, um, one is uh, Susie Lula. She's a parenting expert. She said, the words we hear repeated as children become our internalized voice as adults. They reaffirm family values and serve as a real compass for kids as they get older. You're doing your child such a big service to say those things to them now. It's definitely true. We had a few phrases growing up. We didn't necessarily have like a motto we said growing up until later in life, but like not as a little kid, but we did say things repetitively. Like we said, make it a great day. We never said have a great day or whatever. It was always make it a great day, implying that you have some 
choice there. You can choose to do things that will make it great versus just letting life happen to you. That's still something that your family says. And a lot of the, when I was reading through these articles, um, that's something that they pointed out that often people as they become adults and create models for their own families, they'll often refer to the things that they learned when they were kids. And so, um, you know, this is something Alan has said that to our kids for sure. That's something that our family knows, you know, and that's from when you were kids and that's not something that your grandpa Mm -hmm. said so it's kind of been carried along generations Mm -hmm. it's also um important to remember that repetition speeds learning so when you're saying something again and again to your kids they're more likely to absorb it so these are phrases that you want to create and use them often so that your kids will remember them without having to really think about it the immortal words of zalana montmini (laughs) (laughs) That is a crazy name. But she said, the more repetitive something is, the less energy is needed to create those crucial connections, meaning it's easier to learn. Hard to say name. Good to say quote. <laughs> so it just, it makes it so much easier to internalize those things. And and all of us have those things that our parents said. And sometimes it's like, get your feet off the table or whatever. But a motto I think is an opportunity to make it more important than that. Right? Like there's things you're always telling your kids. Like I remember, I also remember my mom saying, stop touching your siblings. (laughs) (laughs) And that's great, but it's not like who I want to be when I grow up, you know? And so when you choose a motto and are thoughtful about it, you can internalize these things and they're going to remember them forever, but they're things that are important and are really going to like guide who they become. Mm -hmm. Uh, to help you come up with mottos, they should be lessons that are simple to say so that they're easy to remember. And just to kind of think about, you know, you're going to be saying these to your kids. You want your kids to be saying them to themselves. So it should be something simple for them to be able to um, make it easier for them. Yep. So how do you choose a family motto? How do you choose a family motto? <laughs> There's a couple of different things that you can do. And while you're doing this, um, you know, it's really up to you and your family what you want to do. Because sometimes people have silly things or they're inspirational or they encourage better behavior or choices or sometimes they're based off scripture or famous quotes. You know, it's it's what you want to do. Um, and just because you pick a motto doesn't mean it needs to be set in stone. I think it's You can change them. So, Yeah, we knew we wanted to have one and we kind of stole some from other family members that do it have a motto with their kids, um, but kind of made it our own. And now that we've have more experience and get more sleep occasionally, we've (laughs) thought like, Oh, you know what? There's some, some things that we didn't include in here that we want to include. And so we're kind of in the process. Why we did this episode is we're kind of in the process of updating ours. Um, And so what, what these articles recommend is that you jot down five to 10 items for your family's code of conduct And under each of those, write down a few simple age-appropriate ways to articulate it. So if honesty is important, you could say, we value honesty in our family. Or the truth may be difficult, but it's always the best choice. So it's that catchphrase that you want to repeat over and over and over again that's going to, you want to internalize. So for my family, for honesty, it was, I can be trusted 100%. And we stole that from an aunt and uncle of mine who their family said it every day. Um, but that was just their way of reminding themselves that honesty is important in their family. And when you are 
creating these models, it's important to use the we voice, just that, you know, we're doing this together as a family. You're not attacking a certain child or a certain, you know, thing that's, that's going on is this is something we all do in all circumstances, no matter what. We disobeyed that. We have Cammie can stop bugging her siblings. Jack can <laughs> stop biting his brother. It's very personal. We, we don't. <laughs> but we should. Um, they also suggest both articles that I read suggested having your kids help you come up with it. And, <laughs> and I was thinking like, no, I don't think so. And then I told Alan, he's like, no. <laughs> nope. We got this. And actually three, there was a third article I read who was like, yeah, get your kids involved. But then sometimes they come up with crazy things that are not appropriate or not really how you want things to go. I could see that at a different stage of life. Maybe when they're a little bit older. But not right now. <laughs> I think no. they wouldn't understand totally what we're trying to go for. So at this point in our stage where our oldest is seven, I think we want to kind of be in charge of the mottos. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I've already referenced this, but we both grew up in homes where we had mottos. For me, one was um, I can be trusted 100%. One was make it a great day. We also, I don't know if it's a motto, but it kind of became part of who we are, were. Whenever we would leave, we'd say, see you, love you, bye. Um not to belittle saying love you, but it was just to make sure that every time you left, you knew that you were loved. And and don't you have a good story that goes with that? <laughs> Did you tell me once that you said that it's someone who wasn't in your family? Probably. <laughs> it wasn't like a friend's mom dropping you off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure you told me that once. Uh, like, I bet my mom told you that. I don't remember. That sounds like the kind of thing my mom would remember. It was somebody. It was not in your family. And you're like, see you, love you, bye. Oh, awkward. Don't <laughs> you, love you. You too. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's like when you pick up the phone as you're sitting down for dinner and you start praying. I did that. <laughs> I've done that before. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So at our family, after family prayers, we would just pick a word for the day. Um, so ours changed every day. Um, Pumpernickel. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It would. Super random. It could be anything. It didn't have to be motivational. It could be something weird that happened that oh, day. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we would do that. Um, also, something I remember my dad saying a lot was, remember remember who you are. He would just always say that. Sometimes jokingly, you know, but sometimes serious. But that was always something I remember my dad saying. Your mom had something about chocolate when you were older, right? Oh, that was a young women's lesson. She yeah. about like, but um, she would always reference it, right? Yeah, By like, like this one little phrase. Yeah, it's like I don't know, like cover your chocolate or oh, I can't remember. It was a modesty lesson yeah. about your chocolate. I can't remember what she said. Anyway, I've heard I've heard things that they talk about that became things, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think it's okay for it to be organic and happen, like in the moment. Um, yeah, especially like that where it was a modesty thing, and that was important as three through three girls in my family and modesty was important to um, us and my parents. And so we talked about that a lot. And so that came out of the lesson that she taught to women. Yeah. And I think that's totally fine to take something that you've said before, you know, and Mm -hmm. make it a part of your family. Yeah, buddy. So one of the um, articles that I read was by a blogger. uh, It's from the blog. um, What's up Fagans. And she polled people on Facebook to get their family motto. So I thought we could share some of the examples that she shared. Maybe just kind of give you some ideas of what other people were doing. Um, so I just pulled out some of my favorite ones. I thought we could share those. Sweet. First one, we can do hard things. <laughs> you should probably do it in a sing-song voice like that too. 
uh, tomato. Rhythm. <laughs> Got it. Uh, another one is by small and simple things are great things brought to pass. So that one's, you know, based off scripture. Your future is as bright as your faith. Quote by President Monson. Um, life is good. If you want a friend, be a friend. We're happy. We're obedient. We're responsible. We give service. I like that one because it has multiple things that are short and sweet. Yeah, yeah buddy. Come what may and love it. It's another quote. Another one is always follow the prophet. And while we're talking about prophets, uh, this weekend is general conference for the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, which we are members of, and it's on TV. So if you've ever been interested in the Mormon church, we are going to be doing church from home this weekend. And it's on, um, I don't know, it's on BYU TV. I don't know if everybody gets that, but it's um, Saturday and Sunday. So it's if you're interested, check LDS. it out. LDS.org too. Oh, there you go. So you can it's get it on all over. computer. And if you listen to this months from now, it's still on LDS.org. Yep. You can always go back and find it. Yep. You should. It's great. We look forward to it. It's like eight hours of men and women leaders of the church speaking and seems like, wow, that's a lot of church, but it's, it's great. It's great to have a prophet on earth and um, to be able to get direction straight from the people that communicate with God for the whole church. And so we love it. We look forward to it and try and get our kids excited about it. So um, follow the prophet, listen to conference. Then another thing you can do is you can put your last name in it. And I kind of like this one. So there were two people who had put their names in it. One is Davis's are kind, hardworking, and Christ-loving. Hmm. And then one was Press Forward Slades. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Press Forward Saints. It's punny. But they're Slades. I like that. All right. So I said we're in the process of changing. But right now... Every day in the morning and night after prayers, which for us is just makes sense. If you don't do that, you could do it just before you leave the door, whatever you can do it. I think it's just good to do it consistently and not have it just be something that sits on your wall or whatever, even though that's okay if it does that too. I think it's good too. So you can see it. Mm -hmm. So ours is, I can be trusted 100% meet at the tree. Service makes me happy. Read and pray every day, every day, every day. Choose to be happy. Follow the prophet. <laughs> and we so, do this. We put our hands. Yeah, we put our hands like in a circle, like we're getting ready for a basketball game or something. And it is that pet, like that rhythm too, <laughs> yeah. which I think helps the kids learn it. And even Jack, who's two, can mostly say the whole thing. So I, I, I definitely, in terms of like internalizing something into your kids, even though they don't do it consistently and don't always love it, and oftentimes the hands in the middle becomes a wrestling match in the middle, I think it's still good. I think it's great to get these things in their head. And all of those things have meaning for us, but maybe don't have meaning for you, and that's okay, right? Like meet at the tree, that's an us thing. Um, that probably makes no sense to most of you, but it makes sense to our kids and is – captures a lot of things in a really short phrase. And so that's what we're going for. And as we think about how we want to redo this, we want to do the same thing where we take the values that we want to instill in our kids and then simplify them into something that's really short and catchy and memorable and that we can reuse throughout the day, right? When they're having, like one of our things is choose to be happy. So whenever our kids are choosing to be grumpy, um, 
we remind them we choose to be happy and you can do this. You know, like I know that it's a bummer that somebody took your toy, but you can choose to be happy about it and choose to find something else to do rather than choosing to be miserable. Yeah. And we, um, we feel like we're starting to come out of survival mode, which we've been in for the last seven years <laughs> constantly. So now that Lucy's getting a little bit older and Alan and I've been talking more about being more intentional in our parenting. Um, now that we can breathe a little bit, uh, we we're going to, you know, list those things that we want to make sure that we're teaching our kids and come up with those, um, phrases to teach that. And so, if you haven't come up with models for your family yet, I would encourage you guys to, you know, sit down you and your spouse and, um, you know, write down those values that you want to be teaching your kids and then come up with phrases for those. And you can chant it like we do um, after prayers, or they can just be things that you often say to your children as reminders. Um, it's up to you how do you want to use this. Maybe a family tattoo? <laughs> Probably not. Who knows? We'll leave that to you. It'll be memorable. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> whatever it is, um, definitely. I think I think it's great. I I love that our kids are starting to internalize those things. Um, I don't think it's like foolproof. I don't think our kids will never lie because we say I can be trusted one hundred percent. But it's better than nothing, right? And hopefully, those phrases will come into their mind when they're in situations like that. You know, like if they are in a position where they could lie, hopefully they remember that they can be trusted, you know? Bingo. So because repetition is so important, let's wrap up. <laughs> uh, mottos give you a great chance to internalize things into your kids. Um, that doesn't mean brainwash your kids. It just means give them those phrases, that ammunition. So when they get in a hard situation, they have something to lean back on rather than just being on their own. Kids are going to be in hard situations. So these are the phrases that, you want them to remember when things get tough or when they're in um, a place where they might be tempted or inclined to choose something else. Um, when you're choosing a family motto, it's important to make it you. It can be funny. It can be serious. It can be a mixture of both. It can change, um, but be intentional about it. Think about what do we want our family to be? Um, there's a great book I would recommend. I think I've already mentioned it before, but it's called how will you measure your life or something by what's his name? Oh boy. I don't know. I'll put it in the show notes It's on our shelf. <laughs> um, yep. But he talks about this extensively and not so much the motto as much as just as, as the parents, as the two people in charge of raising your kids, you should think of like, what are the three to five things that we want to define who we are as a family? And so, that's what we're trying to do is get to five things that we want to define who we are and then get a phrase that will kind of embody what that means. Um, and we gave you some examples, but we hope that um, you will share your family mottos. So reach out to us on social media or you can email us or tweet us. Um, we'd love to hear what you've done because we are in the process of redoing ours. And so we are looking for inspiration. And so, speaking of sharing with us, you can follow us on Instagram at P-I-R-L podcast or Alexis Tanner Lane, or you can tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner one, or you can email us at parentingreallifepodcast at gmail.com or find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash P-I-R-L. 
And please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And I noticed, we, I was just looking at stats, half of the people who listened to our last podcast were not subscribers. This kind of blew my mind. So if you are listening to this and you have not subscribed, push that subscribe button so you can always hear our newest episodes. Super easy. And then you'll get it automatically. Yeah. And give us a rating. We are so grateful to the 31. But there's like 100 people that listened to our last episode in the last week. So give us a subscribe. Give us a rating. Helps other people find us. And as always, a special thanks to our five kids for being kids. I almost said turds. (laughs) (laughs) I almost thought you were going to say our four kids. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we have five. (laughs) Oh, boy. We're going to go to bed now. (laughs) Good night.